Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Uh, right, that's enough of me waffling, but great shout for Dynamite Bates there. Um, time now, as promised, to go to the Lions and David Eastwood. Um, as I say, he's launched a new webs- uh, website, new podcast, Two Pints of Maggots and a Packet of Hooks. I suspect he's named that after his favourite fishing, pro- uh, fishing TV programme, the sitcom, uh, Two Pints of Lager and a Packet of Crisps. There we go. Nice, neat little segue. He's on the line now. Good morning, David. How are you doing? I'm all right, Nigel. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, Mark, uh, my producer, you just spoke to. We're both happy to be on air after thinking we might not be with the um, with the cricket, but uh, England's batting collapse means we're here. So great to talk to you. Yeah, well, you know, what, um, their loss is, is my gain, I guess. So absolutely. And, and it's interesting there, Nigel, you said about the packaging. That, that's great news, isn't it? Um, I read that yesterday myself and... And it really is a sort of a step in the right direction for the whole industry, I think. It certainly is. I always think when I, if I unpack my stuff from the supermarket, I feel like taking it back to them, you know, and saying, look, you know, it's quite simple to me. If, if you're the supermarket manager and like you're the supermarket manager, I'm a supplier and I come to you and say, you know, do you want my pears? You say, yeah, we'll buy those from you, Nigel, but not in, not in those big, you know, polystyrene, just put them in, you know, put them in a paper bag. It's quite 100%. simple, but. Yeah, so yeah, great for. I'm sure there are lots of other companies going along the same lines, but great of Dynamite to take the lead like that. So fantastic. Um, two pints of maggots and a packet of hooks. Where did the idea come from? Well, you got the name right. There you go, straight away. You got the inspiration from, from the, uh, the naughty sitcom, if you like. So you spot on there. But the inspiration was actually from my wife. Um, like most things, I guess, now, Nigel, it's, it's, it was sort of born out of boredom, if you like, because. Um, since lockdown, I guess the one in November, lockdown two, if, if you want to call it that, um, it's obviously, it's been mainly pleasure fishing for myself, who is predominantly, you know, a match angler, if you like. And uh, I started doing a little bit of work for, for a relatively new bait company. And uh, whilst I was doing some bits and pieces for them, making some videos and just, just getting my head around that media side of things, it, it was my good lady that said to me, why don't you think about doing a podcast? Um, not that I'm an expert at, you know, these videos and, and, and the sort of media side of things, but I can talk a bit, <laughs> you know, um, in my professional life, it's what I do pretty much day in, day out. So I thought, well, I'll give it a go and started with our mutual friend, uh, Keith Arthur, um, known Keith for a long, long time. And, and then obviously once Keith's on the books, if you like, that's then my, my case study to go out to other people and, and say, look, well, you know, Keith did it, let's, you know, do you want to get involved? It spirals from them, from there, really. And you, you and Keith go back a long way because um, you were were you a tight line tight lines young angler winner back in the Sky days. That's right, nineteen ninety five, Nigel, and that's just a scary thought when I, when I think back to that. Yeah, I was one. I was the very first one, and and I won a day out with Keith, um, and he came up north where I'm originally from, and uh, yeah, we had a bit of a disaster day. It was middle of November. It was freezing cold, gin clear, very bright, you know, the worst possible conditions, but we managed to winkle a few out. And yeah, we've stayed in touch ever since. So it was a great start for the podcast. And well, and as you know, and, and, and the guys in the studio and all that, you know, Keith can talk for England. And, and it was a case of ask a question and he, and he runs with it. So that settled me in nicely for the, for the format of the, the remainder of the shows, really. 
Yeah, now I've I've listened to all three of them now, and I have to say I really enjoyed all three. Um, Keith, as you say, Keith can talk for England, but still very interesting. <laughs> I'm sure anybody listens to it will find out a few more things they didn't know about Keith. It's a yeah, a, a great listen, and like you say, a very very easy one for you. And it also makes me realise how good Tight Lines was back in those days because it became like a club if you were if you you know you'd won that young angler now mm. something else someone could win and never be heard of again whereas that brought you into the fold and you stayed in the tight lines fold it became like a big family and i suppose that's partly what's so great about fishing you even i seem to remember you even came up and visited the sky studio didn't you i did indeed yeah it was about, about sort of crikey even now i'm probably going back 18 19 years to, to Isleworth at the time yeah and uh, saw, you know, Keith invited me on and, and saw the show broadcast live. Um, and that, that was fantastic. And, and funnily enough as well, there was, um, there was a golf championship going on at the time. I can't remember which one. It might have been the US Masters. And uh, there was a lot of editing and production taking place on the, on the studio next door. And one of the directors invited me into there to show me how they do all the, all the cutaways for all the, the different shots and, and how they work out the timing for the different tee-offs, etc. And that was fascinating as well. I'd have never seen anything like that if it wasn't for tight lines also. Yeah, fantastic. No, it was exciting times at tight lines. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you'd, you'd be in... <laughs> you don't have to worry about this. I've got a better face for radio. But, you know, when I used to be on there, you'd go into makeup and before anybody starts jumping to conclusions, makeup wasn't vanity. It was just to stop reflection. You used to just have yeah. some bit of foundation, but on stop the, the studio lights reflecting off you. And, um, you know, you'd be sat in makeup next to Gabby Logan or a former professional footballer it was it was a great atmosphere there wasn't it and for you still a schoolboy then it must have been really exciting that's right yeah no it was it was brilliant and and I guess everything's evolved from then once I got into my 20s I, I, I moved away for a few years I, I went living overseas and I sort of lost touch a little bit with my fishing but it's always there you know it, I was still going out in the in the sea and, and sort of doing bits and pieces like that and funnily enough Keith was always there if you had a question it wasn't about waggler fishing on a park lake this time around it was around trolling a lure in the in the Atlantic and, and he had the answers or he'd he give me some inspiration at least so and then when I come back to the UK um, I've just been pretty much club fishing for about 10 years now and I was on the commercials getting out and about and, and it's only since I, I moved from um, from Manchester down to Lincolnshire um, with my wife is where she's from and, and since I've moved down here you know the variety of venues it's really sort of took me back to when I was a boy and actually match fishing taking a back seat is not such a bad thing at the minute because I'm, I'm really sort of diversifying my fishing again and, and that's what's brought the, 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 the list I guess or guest list on the podcast to be quite diverse I would never really have thought of Rob Hughes um, until, you know, I've started diversifying my angling and talking to a lot more carp anglers and, and things like that. So, yeah, it's been, it's been a really good journey so far. Great stuff. Lots more I want to ask you about it. We've got to go for a break here, but stay tight. We'll be coming up next because you've got Nick Speed next. I don't know if you've recorded it yet, but I look forward to speaking to you about that. That's coming up next on Fisherman's Blues. Fisherman's Blues with Nigel Botherway on TalkSport 2. Annie can't wait to join her digital solar system lesson. She's certain she wants to be a dancer on Mars. But instead of learning at the speed of light, her Wi-Fi is in a galactic slump. Why, Mum and Dad? Why set Annie up for an out-of-this-world lesson if your Wi-Fi holds her back? But with BT, she can still reach for the stars. 
Only BT guarantees broadband speeds all the time on all packages or £20 back. BT, beyond limits. Speed guaranteed to the hub. £20 reward card of promised speed not delivered within 30 days. Terms apply. Verify at bt.com slash verify speeds. The Land Rover Spring Sale, with exclusive offers on selected models including the new Discovery, our most versatile seven-seat SUV, you'll be fully prepared for your next family adventure. Offers available from the 26th of February to the 8th of March online or from your local retailer. Be adventure ready. Search Land Rover Sale. Land Rover. Above and beyond. Selected models only. Terms and conditions apply. At participating retailers only. You buy a treadmill. It has a mind of its own. Speed 10, 15, 40. Sadly, we can't help you run any faster. But when you pay with a Visa debit or credit card and the seller won't refund you, you could still get your money back. Which you can use to buy a new treadmill. One that respects your athletic ability. Incline 30 degrees. Warm up complete. Search Visa. How you pay matters to find out more. Refunds are not guaranteed. Your statutory rights are not affected. Contact your bank to discuss your options. Hello, Specsavers here. We know being able to see and hear keeps you connected to your world and the people you love, especially during lockdown. And eye tests can help detect a range of underlying health conditions too. So we're letting you know our stores remain open, with current guidance allowing you to leave your home for eye and hearing tests. We have all the necessary measures in place to keep you and our colleagues safe, in line with government and NHS advice. We're open to care for you. Find out more at specsavers.co.uk. Women's Football Weekly with Faker Others on TalkSport 2, the only dedicated women's football show on UK national radio. With expert analysis, speculation and opinion from some of the biggest names in the global game. Hi, I'm Leah Williamson from Arsenal Women. Hi, I'm Ashley from Putnam Hotspur. Hi, I'm Gemma Davison. Hi, I'm Jordan Nobbs. Listen to Women's Football Weekly on TalkSport 2. Women's Football Weekly with Faker Others. This is what we came for. Tomorrow night from 6. On Talksport 2. On DAB Plus, online, via the Talksport app, and on your smart speaker. This is Fisherman's Blues on Talksport 2. I got the blue marlin blues from my hat and my shoes. I used to catch them in twos, no matter which bit I choose. How many more can I lose? They got me drinking the booze. I got the blue marlin Hope you haven't got the blues this morning. Um, Dylan in Hailsham certainly hasn't. He sent me a message. Says, Morning, Nigel. Thanks for putting me on to AGM Lures. I bought some rubber jig baits from them this week and I had a lovely pike on them yesterday morning in a local drain, two fields from my house, tight lines. Oh, nice one, Dylan. Love it. Two fields from your house. That certainly is fishing locally. Uh, Well done. Glad you're staying safe and glad we helped you catch a pike. Brilliant. Um, right, I'm speaking to David Eastwood of Two Pints of Maggots and a Packet of Hooks podcast. Um, yeah, you've Keith Arthur, Tommy Pickering, Rob Hughes. That's a great three to start. And you've got Nick Speed next. Have you recorded that one yet, David? No, not yet, Nigel. The plan's to do that this evening, hopefully. All being well. Oh, brilliant. Um, I've got a couple brilliant. of questions. Yeah, it's, it's really good. I've got a couple of questions from the listeners as well. I've, I've sort of reached out to my own social media channels on the last couple, and response has been fairly muted. Um, but this time round, I, I think now the listeners are building, I guess. Um, there's other couple of questions to pose to him, so that should be quite interesting. That's something I want to sort of, uh, you know, expand the show on, get a bit more um, involvement from, from the listeners. So it'd be really good. Nick's a great all-round angler, and 
Uh, I'd be fascinated to see. He's very methodical, you know, his thought process, a bit like Rob um, in terms of sort of like fish behaviour, etc. So it'll be a continuation of, of that theme, very much with a match style in mind. Yeah, I see he's on the Nick's on the cover of um, this month's Match Fishing magazine, isn't he? He's, yeah. Uh, yeah, great angle. No, that would be that would be that would be a good one, I'm sure. And um, how I binge listened. It was great because I listened to one, I think, on Friday night, and then I listened to yeah, I listened to Rob Hughes on Friday, and I, on the way to Worcester yesterday, I listened to Keith Arthur, and then had Tommy Pickering for company on the way home. So um, I binged. <laughs> but but um, how often are you broadcasting them? Well, the initial plan was to do uh, one a month. Um, and it sort of cascaded into to once a fortnight um, at the moment. It, it, it's a little, you don't know it's the one with the Rob, it's a little bit difficult with the, the tackle piece and the, and the news piece that I'm trying to, to keep to the format of because of the, the way that the, the monthly magazines work out. So they just literally landed on my doorstep yesterday. So the one with Nick, I'll be able to, to cover the, what I call the press pack. Um, as well as look at the tackle reviews in there as well. And I think looking at the, the lineup that's coming up, I think I can keep up with at least every fortnight or three weeks. It's like anything, though, isn't it, Nigel? If there's no listeners, there's no point in me doing it. But as long as I get listeners, I'll, I'll keep keep doing them. Yeah, well, I, ho- I hope they grow for you. And I like tackle reviews. Um, I think everybody likes tackle reviews. I often think I ought to do a tackle review on this show because we all love to hear about the latest bit of kit and, you know, what people use. And, um, yes, there's something new. I mean, we're like magpies. We've got to have it sometimes, haven't we? But I like your down-to-earth approach, you know, recommending some good cheap stuff. You know, you bought that leader rod for 40 quid and we're really pleased with it. It's um, Yeah, it's good to get recommendations from people you respect. That's good. And... um, You've got to remind me, because I was in the car last night, and I don't know, I just didn't quite hear Tommy Pickering, you asked what was the piece of kit he couldn't do without. <laughs> and yeah, it was something yeah, about it, a shot remover. That's right. It's an Italian piece of kit. It was called a lever piombo. Um, and I thought he said I was exactly the same at the time because we had a bit of a dodgy line when we were with a few technical issues. And I thought he said a dosa piombo. Now, Dossapiambo I had years and years ago, and it's what you'd use to, to shot your pole floats. Um, it was around reducing surface tension. You know, so we haven't got a great big lake to, to shot our float. So if you did it in, say, a, a little bucket of water, the Dossapiambo um, equalised the surface tension. So I thought he said that, and it was a lever piambo, which is, I imagine, the same firm. But, yeah, taking shot off the line and putting it on without using, using your gnashes. Yeah, no, great, great, that save your teeth, yeah, and save yeah. damaging the line. That's what I always worry about. Oh, I thought right. I thought he was going to say a ruler because I often think of Tommy when I'm, if I'm float fishing and I'm putting him a shot on because Tommy is vigilant on measuring to make sure he's got equal spacing with his shot, isn't he? And I know he always carries a 12-inch ruler. That's right, yeah, and I was surprised when he said it because I had to do a double take as well, and I, and I must admit, I did have to have a little Google afterwards, and I purchased one as well. I don't think I'm the only one. And how do you spell it? I'm sure it's lots of people are wondering. Yeah, it's something like L-E-V-O-P-I-P-I-A-M-B-O, Levo-P-A-M-B-O. Is that all one word or two? Yeah, all one word, yeah. All one word, yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting. If I, right, yeah. I think they're made by Stonfo. I think they might be, Stonfo might be the manufacturer, but a quick a quick Google search, you will find it. I think I paid seven ninety nine for mine, and I've I've used it once, and he's right, they do work. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. And um, 
I thought you something that you must have been really chuffed. Like just now, I read a message. We mentioned a lure last week, and somebody's bought one and caught a pike, and yeah, that makes my day. And that was brilliant. You spoke to Keith at length about get hooked on fishing, and yeah. as a result of Tommy listening to that, he spoke to David Preston at Fuca Baits, and they're donating bait to get hooked on fishing. That must make you very proud. Very much so, and it came completely out of the br- out of the blue. I didn't realise that that had taken place until obviously Tom alluded to it at the start of the uh, episode two. And I, I left the the podcast, and, and again I told the wife, and she said, "Look, well there you go. I I told you to give it a try, and it's been vindicated straight away." Because, and as I said on the on those two episodes, if if you know one fishing session makes a positive impact on one of those young people's lives then then great and if if the bait that tom provides makes it easier and, and i think keith did say actually when i mentioned it to him um a lot of the kids they don't like using maggots worms you know they're a little bit afraid not too sure and obviously the fuca bait takes all that away so it's perfect yeah they look more like it's sweets really don't they yeah, yeah perfect like, yeah that is bait. a good shout yeah I've, you know, Keith also also mentioned Les Weber's angling projects. You know, I've spent a lot of time volunteering with Les Weber and Sarah Collins at Get Hooked on Fishing, and yeah, I can echo everything that Keith said about how rewarding it is when you're fishing with young people who fishing is genuinely making a positive impact on their lives. Yeah, it's lovely having nice posh kids. But, you know, when you get kids that it really is helping to turn their lives around and you see the effect fishing can have, it is just brilliant. And it's um, I know Keith loves it. And, um, yeah, both those projects do, do a great job. And so, yeah, very good of David Preston to get behind it. And well, and Tommy for mentioning it to David Preston. I see Tommy's got a live Q&A online tonight talking about Fuca Bates. He has, yeah. I saw that as well about half past eight, I think. So that'll be that'll be interesting as well because it's because it's so new and it's quite unique. Um, I think you know it probably does need a constant explanation until people stick them on the hook and actually start catching fish. So, but he's doing some great videos as well, demonstrating it. So it won't be long, and, and like we said, I'm sure it will take off big time. Yeah, you said you'd bought some black ones to go hemp fishing with. Have you tried them yet? I had not been able to because of the lockdown, Nigel, because like, I've got to stay local. I mean, I am quite lucky in the respect there's a lot of good waters within sort of, you know, a few miles from the house. But, um, you know, I've got to stay as close as I can. And I haven't got a river close enough to try them. So, But I do believe that on one of my local waters, they have been catching some silvers on empty airs on the still water. So it, I might get, get to give them a go at some point soon. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think there's um, there's still a lot of scope with them. And, yeah, Tommy also alluded that there's some new bits coming out. Wouldn't surprise me if we saw Fuca boilers in the future. Well, who knows? Yeah, I mean, he, he said there's some very exciting um, ideas being banded around. And, and well, as we know, we, we spoke about on that episode is Dave Preston's, you know, is renowned, isn't he, for, for great sort of uh, innovation, if you like. So um, I'm sure they'll come up with all sorts. Yes, I've been fishing with him, and yeah, I've been carp fishing with him, and you see, you see some of the baits he uses. Um, innovation doesn't begin to describe it. No. He's a, yeah, he's fantastic. So yeah, watch watch this space. It's going to be very very exciting. I'd like to ask you. We've got to go to another break, but I'd like to ask you just to let you think during the break. Um, you know, some of the logistical things. I'm sure there must be lots of listeners, whether they're angling clubs, individuals, youngsters, thinking. You know, podcasts. They're they're the they're, they're the thing of the moment, and um, you know, just how how you go about setting one up and hosting one, broadcasting, etc. So we'll talk about that after this next break. It's just coming up to seven o'clock on Fisherman's Blues. 
Fisherman's Blues with Nigel Botherway on TalkSport 2. At the Bank of Antandek, the CEOs are discussing digital banking. Deck, digital is our destiny. You said singing was our destiny. Look how that turned out. Picture this, the world's first virtual bank. Oh, will there be virtual hobnobs? Meanwhile, at Santander, they're keeping the digital stuff simple with My Money Manager in their mobile banking app, which sends you useful notifications so you can stay close to your money. See what's possible at Santander. 16 Plus applies to Santander credit cards, current and savings accounts accessed via mobile banking. T's and C's apply. Selling your car can be a tough job, but there's no drama with Motorway. At motorway.co.uk, you can sell your car like a pro. Motorway finds your best offer from a nationwide network of verified dealers. You can get up to £1,000 more than part exchange. Go to motorway.co.uk and sell your car like a pro. Motorway.co.uk Good morning to the sausage and egg McMuffiners and hash brown in the middlers, rise and shine red or brown sauce debaters and latte one sugar drinkers and hello to those who drive through. Our delicious breakfast is ready. Are you? Breakfast at McDonald's. Truly delicious. Served until 11am, subject to participating restaurants, opening hours and menu choices. Imagine how it would feel to win £10,000. Like you'd smashed it. With Set for Life, you could win £10,000 every month for 30 years. Set for Life from the National Lottery. Your numbers make amazing happen. Play Monday on app, online and in-store. Prize may be capped. Account terms, rules, procedures and game-specific rules apply. Players must be 16 or over. Mums do so much for us, so it's time to say a special thank you. Treat Mum this Mother's Day with a celebration cake layered with raspberry jam and decorated with floral frosting for just £6 from your local co-op. Show Mum you care this Mother's Day. Co-op, it's what we do. Subject to availability, participating stores only, ends 14th of March. Tuesday night, Champions lead live. Juventus versus Porto. Coverage from 7, kick-off at 8 on TalkSport 2. Stick to the rules, follow the advice and relegate COVID-19. On DAB+, online, via the TalkSport app and on your smart speaker. This is Fisherman's Blues on TalkSport 2. I did mention him earlier, but um, a message from Martin Salter of Reading and District AA, also Angling Trust, of course. Uh, Martin writes, such a bind for us only being able to fish locally. I've just gone and smashed my Thames Chub PB by over a pound with a £7.08 Berkshire chunk. 
with Peter Godfrey's fabulous £2 4 ounce roach from the Thames and some great Kennet chub perch and barbel coming out this week. We really are blessed with some great fishing around these parts. A great way to end the season. Uh, Nike it, Martin. Well done. PB Chubb 7-8. Oh, I've never had a £7-pounder. One day, one day. Um, right, speaking to David Eastwood, something, one of the things I was going to ask you about, David, as I say, is yeah, if anyone's listening, yes, you know, we all love podcasts now. They're the way to go. I listen to so many of them. I'm sort of racking up credits on my Audible account. Um how do you actually, you know, what are the logistics of hosting a podcast? What do you have to do? Yeah, I have been racking my brains throughout, through the break there because I can't profess to be an expert at this, but I did do a, a fair old bit of research as to how to go about getting it to the to the widest audience possible, I guess. Um, so my sort of research, you, you can do it as simple or as more, as complicated as you wish, really. So simplicity, let's, let's take an example that, a little bit of fun, perhaps a club or a team, and you want to interview each other, as an example, and just share it amongst the, the guys and girls in the club. That would be quite a, a fun way of doing things. That, a simple Zoom video, Nigel, um, or a, a, a Zoom audio, <clears throat> and you, you often have the function to record it, download it as like a, an MP3 or, or, or a WAV file, and then just upload it to your, to your platform of choice. So that was the simplest form that you could start, I guess. And then you start digging around a little bit further into looking at different platforms. And, and, and I went down the route of one of the, the subscription platforms online. There's many, many on there. Um, but what that does, it gives you the ability to, to host a, a video and an audible chat at the same time, or one or the other. And there's often not bolted out the back of this software that you're using, um, a professional editing suite. So they'll take out all the noise, all the crackle, if you like, and it gives it a more sort of polished feel to the end of it. Um, and then after that, you've got to think about where you want to post it. And there's often, it's not quite as simple as, you know, filming something on your mobile and uploading it to, to various social media channels. It's a little bit more, there's more subscriptions involved in some respects to try and target different audiences. But there's loads of different mediums to get out there. And a lot of the podcast platforms attach themselves to some of the, the, the big um, you know, like you just said, whether it be Audible or Amazon Music or something like that, and it, they'll actually do it for you. But the more you want to spread your wings, like anything, uh, the more your subscription fee is. So it's not free what I do, but it's not like a huge cost either, and it's more than you know, more than happy to sort of pay a couple of quid out every month to to get these great big interviews. Yeah, oh, great. It's fantastic. There's just so much fishing online now that we can listen to. I think it's brilliant. And again, like you see Nick Speed in the magazines and I've never heard Nick Speed speak. You know, it's lovely to hear them talk, isn't it? And uh, yeah, I look forward to listening to that one. He's um, he's a good lad, Nick, isn't he? Well, funnily enough, the, the, the format, I, I didn't want to talk tactics. Um, when I sat down and decided how I want to run this show, it's not something I didn't want to sit there and talk about, you know, how do you have your, your pole float and all this sort of stuff and, you know, where do you, where do you cast your lead? It was very much about the person, as, as you yeah, like. Yeah, getting, to, getting to know them, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very much yeah, so that... got this past, present and future concept to it rather than talking tactics. Because as you say, quick look on, on social media and you find all you need to know. So I have to do something different uh, to make sure that we get the listeners. Yeah, you talk about the past. You're up in Lincolnshire. My father and his family were all from Lincolnshire, from Barraby, just outside Grantham. Are you far from there? Not at all. No, it's probably about twenty minutes from where I am. So yeah, that's not far at all. I, I'm sure my uh, my wife sounds like your your family. 
<laughs> small, small world, isn't it? And um, the other thing, going back to Tommy, that I've often thought this is when you asked him about, you know, his favourite piece of kit, you know, he he reckoned that those old Tommy Pickering Daiwa connoisseurs were the greatest fishing rod ever made. And I wouldn't disagree with that because there was a time in the 90s Nowadays, I think people make the best fishing rod they can for the price. Whereas I think there was a time in the 90s when, you know, Di were working on those connoisseurs and the amorphous carp rods where it was just let's see the best rod we can make and money didn't come into it. And they did come up with some brilliant rods, didn't they? Yeah, you wouldn't be surprised if they sold them at a loss back then. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's, no, how good, that's how good they are. And it's funny you say that because last week I uh, I went to do some slider fishing. Not something I've done for years and years. Um, and I dug out an old waggler rod there, and it's from the early 90s, amorphous whisker waggler rod, heavy version. And I picked it up, and I've probably not held that for sort of 10 years, and compare it to pretty much everything I've got, and it's just an absolute dream. So, yeah, when he said it, the purple ones, he said if you could put some new rod rings on them, you'd probably sell them today, and, he, and he's probably right, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. No, they were a special piece of kit. Uh, I often joke with, you know, I'm friends with a lot of the people at Daiwa and I often joke and say, I'm your worst customer because I got a set of the Daiwa amorphous carp rods back in the, probably about 1990 when they first came out and a set of the SS3000 tournament reels and I've still got them. You know, whereas really a tackle company want you to buy the latest of everything <laughs> that comes. Although I did buy a Daiwa Air um fly rod the other day and that is a thing of real beauty and it's made me look at the air match rods and one of my friends i saw the other day he's bought a nine foot feeder rod and it is oh that is a that is a, i don't need one but you just see it and you want it it's terrible it fishing can do that yeah yeah it <laughs> sounds, sounds like very good yeah, no, it is dangerous, isn't it? Yeah, same as when you go to trade shows and what have you. But uh, yeah. yeah, most of my most of my tackle is as old as I am. Um, now, something else we always do on the show. I like the questions. I thought you were pushing your luck when you asked Keith for six questions in 60 seconds, because as you yeah. said, we both agreed earlier, Keith speaks for England. But we have our own quickfire questions here that we ask all our guests. Yep. So, um, Shoot. Um, Right, first one. Um, if you could only fish for one species, what would it be? Tench. Oh, I like it. Yeah, good shout. Yeah, I love tench. Do you know what? I haven't caught a tench in the last calendar year. That worries me, that. But I um, uh, haven't fished for them much either. But yeah, they're, they're special, aren't they? Especially when you're a kid, I bet. Yeah. Um, your dream Beautiful, fishing location. Oh, they are, aren't they? Yeah. And don't, don't they fight hard? I always think that. Like when you've you've you know you're talking about you know fishing in the sea and you know when you're overseas yeah when you when you when you're playing a tarp on you know out in florida there's you know it's so exciting when they're doing you know somersaults and you know going mm. on 100 yard runs but i never think oh please don't come off please don't come off whereas you know i don't think it's as exciting as when you've got a tension it's trying to make the sanctuary of the lily pads and your rod's yeah. bent double and, and i said please don't come off please don't come off this i don't know what it is but you know tarpon comes off it's not the end of the world but that tench you just yeah special special fish um i'm talking about abroad your dream fishing location you can name two home and abroad Oh, crikey. Uh, abroad, best angling experience I've ever had. Um, Florida Keys, without doubt. Um, 
unreal. I didn't manage a tarpon. I didn't manage. The, I, you, they talk about the big four: uh, permit, tarpon, sailfish, etc. A grouper. I, I managed a sailfish and I managed a small grouper, but the other two did elude me. At home, um, by far and away, my favourite venue: Docklow Pools, Herefordshire. Spent a lot of time there over the years. Uh, fished many a festival. Um, good friends with the owners. Just, just a fantastic place. It's a commercial, but it's 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 not. If you know what I mean, it's varied. It's it's mature, that would be the word, I would say. So, yeah, they would be my two. Anytime, anywhere, he said, go fishing. If I could go to those two places, I'd, I'd be off like a shot. Yeah, and it backs on. They've got a stretch of the River Wye there as well, haven't they? They have. I've not had a chance to, to fish that. Um, uh, in, in more recent times, we've started a family, so I've not been able to get over as much as I would like. And, and, and they've got a stretch of the team as well, actually, Nigel. And, and, and they've taken both of them on pretty recently, the last sort of five years or so. So I've not had a chance to, to wet a line yet. And I believe there's some big old chub in both of those stretches that they have too. Yeah. So maybe not like Martin Seven Pounder, but not far off. Yeah, I haven't fished the team for a long time. I used to have a ticket up, I think it was Bransford, but I haven't fished it for a long time. But beautiful little river, the team. And everybody knows that Barb will fight hard. But on the team, they were known as Team Tigers because they reckon they fought harder there than on any other rivers. And they really were special fish, weren't they? Yeah, and a lovely part of the world, it really is. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and you, when I like you come up, Doc Clopal's got wasn't Tommy great because you asked him about his favourite fishing place and he said he didn't care as long as he was fishing. That was a great, wasn't it? <laughs> That's right. And Dace never... surprised me. I asked him his yeah. favourite fish as well and he said, Dace, I couldn't believe that. I didn't think that's what he would say. No, no, that's right. And um, finally, tell a talk sport listener who's never been fishing why they should give it a go. Oh, crikey. Um, how long have I got? <laughs> um, go on, you fire Why should away, they go yeah. Why should they go fishing? It's about There's solitude. There's probably somebody it's listening a... now who thought they were going to be hearing the cricket and they're listening to all this strange angle <laughs> talk about wagglers <laughs> and pole floats and sliders. So go on, before they switch it's... off, tell them why they should give it a go. It's Persuade about solitude. Them. Yeah, it's about solitude. It's about getting out and about, in touch with nature. It's about um, it's about your mental health as well, Nigel. Again, I know that's a, a big thing in the news if you like with with all the stress and strains people are going under but just the, the chance to get away from the rat race and and if you like me and you like a bit of match fishing competition as well it's about getting with your pals and and sort of sharing ideas and having a bit of a laugh in that respect as well but for me as keith arthur once said it's the best excuse for loafing around in the countryside and i couldn't agree more yeah 100 percent. yeah and um you, you you just mentioned there about you know Keith saying that and you know the mental health and I know you mentioned it on your thing about you know fishing being available on prescription now as a trial with yeah. doctors and yeah you know, the timing is perfect for it isn't it? It is it is and it's great to see the 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 returnees if you like the amount of people that have have picked a rod back up again and and you know a chance to sort of get back out and see what fishing has to offer. I, I can imagine if you. If you've had 15, 20 years away from the sport and, and you, you come back to it, you wouldn't know where to start. And I think it's really important. It's, and it's incumbent on all of us, really, to, to sort of help and provide as much guidance as we all can and, and get people catching fish and, and, and sort of remembering and reminiscing. And then they will introduce new people back to the, into the sport as well. So it's a full circle, isn't it, Nigel? The more we, everybody can help out and talk about it and, and, and de-stress, if you like, um, that the sport will grow even further. And, and the rod licence sales are obviously testament to that too. 
Definitely, definitely. And besides people being able to listen to your podcast, they can also read you. You write, you're still writing a column up there in Lincolnshire? I do. I, 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 I started it a long time ago, about 10 years ago, um, when I was back in the Northwest. Uh, it was a free paper at the time called The, uh, the Oldham Advertiser. And um, they had no fishing presence whatsoever, so I you know, offered my services. And I did that for about three or four years. And when I moved down here, it was a similar sort of thing. Um, it's called the Sleaford Standard. This is my local paper. Um, loads of different sport, everything from sort of you know yoga right the way through to your to your local football. Um, there was nothing from an angling perspective. So similar things that I've just said. Really, if I can give a bit of my time and just put a bit of fishing in the local paper, if it attracts newcomers, that's that's uh, that's what I'm aiming for, and some tips and tricks in there. So yeah, it's online every Thursday um, when there's content, of course, to put in. But yeah, SleafordStandard.co.uk. That's a great name for a paper, isn't it? The Sleaford Standard. Yeah, I used yeah. to write an angling column in the, in the for the Dimbleby newspaper group, Richard and Trickland Times, Brentford and Chiswick Times, when I long, long time ago, and yeah, still got friends I made writing that column. So yeah, good on you, good on you. Spread the love, um, David. Been yeah. a pleasure talking to you. I shall look forward to listening to the, uh, Nick Speed when that's uploaded. Um, people use their normal search engines, they'll find it if they just go onto, on their phones. And, um, yeah, great listen and keep up the good work. We'll speak again soon. Thanks very much, Nigel. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Uh, it's David Eastwood there. Coming up next, Lewis Porter of Fox International about that exciting new initiative with the Angling Trust. we hear more about that coming up next on your favourite fishing show. Fisherman's Blues with Nigel Botherway on TalkSport 2. 